we don't believe in customers, we believe in clients. And clients are people that want advice and they want a partnership. And someone could be a diva or can, someone can you know, be a jerk, but if they're willing to accept you at eye level and have a partnership, then you know, we can find a compromise and find a middle way to, uh, to work together. Episode 79, March 2015. In this episode, Stephen B. Cook, creative director at HP Gamer, talks about working with big brands and diva clients. He also explains their workflow and talks about client workshops and design sprints. This episode is sponsored by the Drop-In Design Company and Field Notes. Can you talk a little bit about working with big brands and well-known clients? What are the differences compared to working with smaller clients? That really comes. There are some big brands that accept certain styles of work and there's some big brands that do not. We use sort of agile method. We use we used agile methodologies, but we use Scrum in particular. And and there's some clients that accept this sort of work modus and there's some clients that do not at all or can't grasp this idea for whatever reasons. It could be from, you know, because of purchasing or procurement, cannot accept this type of contracting, or there is no, due to hierarchies, it's impossible to have the decision-making process so streamlined that fits this methodologies or fits these methodologies. But then there's the opposite. Then we have large companies that you, would, that you might not expect that are global that do accept this style of work. And so, and then there's even smaller companies that don't accept the, that style of work. You know, there's are also clients that even from like uh, middleweight corporations or businesses in Germany that don't accept that style of working, that want a classic waterfall because that's what they know or that's how they learn it or that's how uh, with the structure of the company will be the only way that the project would work because they can't get all the stakeholders at the same table or they can't get the decision maker to sit at the same table. So working for big and small clients, they kind of, depends upon how small you mean. Let me ask you that question. Mm, <laughs> probably startup size. Yeah, startup size, of course, they like a bit more flexibility and the inspiration can be very on a high level. Whereas sometimes when you work a larger corporation, the inspiration or the creative output has to be much more tactically and strategically thought through. And so the amount of work going in in preparation and understanding is at a different level because they're not so flexible <laughs> or can be not so flexible. Is a lawyer sometimes involved, like making decisions with bigger clients? Depends. Yeah, yeah, sometimes. It depends upon what, what type of project and, and who is the client. How do you deal with diva clients? Not take them? Eric said this the best, and I always agreed with him, and I've always kind of had that as my sort of personal philosophy. And he always says, don't work for assholes, right? And, but, but I say, I, I have that same mentality, and I've always had that same mentality. You know, you pay for your service, so what it is about is we don't believe in customers, we believe in clients, and clients are people that want advice and they want a partnership. And someone could be a diva or can, someone can, you know, be a jerk, but if they're willing to accept you at eye level and have a partnership, then you know, we can find a compromise and find a middle way to, uh, to work together. And the partnership aspect is a critical role in how we have to work, regardless of what type of project it is. What do you mean by seeing them as clients and not as customers? A customer knows what they want, and a client basically wants to be 
consulted or you know they have an idea of what they want but they're open for suggestions and new ideas and whereas a customer is just deliver me the thing that I want basically you know you could take it at something like this I want a website and then you say why because I need to have a website that's like a customer they just want to have something because they need to have it today whereas a client would say well you know um, I think I need a website and then you might say well no you actually don't need a website you need a this this or this okay and then the client would say okay yeah actually that's a good option let's that, that could work for me and they trust your experience as well as we trust their experience and finding that middle way of achieving their goals or achieving their tasks on a partnership level is much more like this client service provider type of thing. Okay, everybody, my name is Aaron James Draplin. Just got done telling you about my whole life, uh, the good, the bad, the gross, the ugly, the weird, the sinister, the awesome. And now you need to go to draplin.com and buy some killer merch draplin.com backslash merch and things that you need, right? Okay, you need to go there and look at this stuff. And then when you're done with that, you need to go to fieldnotesbrand.com and get some memo books. We'll ship them anywhere. If you're listening to this in Vienna, Austria, or Vienna, Illinois, hell, wherever that is, we will we'll ship them there too, okay? Fieldnotesbrand.com. You need these things. $9.95 for a three-pack. Would you pay for coffee today, right? Right, right? You need this stuff. So draplin.com, fieldnotesbrand.com, and uh, yeah. Those are, the, those are the only two links you need in your life. There you go. What's your typical workflow working with clients? And is there a difference between bigger clients, like big brands, and maybe smaller ones? The core steps is, obviously, a lot of times we open up the most of our, well, let's say, I would say almost every single time we open up every project with some sort of workshop format where either we have to deliver a rebriefing of what we understand, that what's the client's objectives, and, um, and that's the most, that's kind of the start point. And we try to do that with everyone. If we say you don't want to sit in a room with us and um, work out your objectives or to analyze your vision of your product or your project, then we're probably not going to come eye to eye. We're not going to come to a, a common understanding. Um, so that's usually how we start a project and then we then go in obviously into diving into more research if we did do research in, in the first part but usually the first part is research and then this then this workshop sometimes it's the workshop and then more research or deeper understanding design research or user research and then we go into sort of directly into into doing into to creating we as I said we work with these agile methodologies, so we don't really believe it's good to work in something hypothetical, but to work in something that actually has the meaning and the value of what the customers expect or what the, the end customer expects. So trying to work into creating something real, like a prototype if you want to call it, that's important for us and that's our process. And then we iterate and move forward and, and try to deliver something that actually has the value, business value for our client as well as the, the end customer or the end client. And that's kind of our process. It's like I said, it, it varies, depends upon the client. You know, some big clients don't have time and don't want to do that. And then we have to evaluate: Are they the right client, and can we work with them? Or maybe we already have an established relationship with them, so they understand a bit how we work, so they don't have to be necessarily 100% directly involved. And then some other clients, uh, we have to really 
step-by-step, -step, like a five-stage process of research and workshop and discovery and design and development and release and like really structured, you could say. Are you guys also fans of design sprints? Oh uh, yes, yeah, that's uh, naturally. I mean, we're designers, um, even in the classical sense of a visual designer. So you take five days for kind of nudging out the first prototype or something? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely.